And here we go. This is episode two of the Money Grab. What's up, guys? Uh, let's just get right into this thing here. I just want to say real quick, if this is your second episode you're listening or even your first, if you like the content that I'm putting out here to just, you know, take a take a take 30 seconds or a minute and share my link on the uh, on whatever uh, app you're using, BetSperts, Book It, Twitter and uh, share my link or share my profile and just, you know, just tr- trying to get my name out there a little bit more and uh, grow the uh, podcast and grow the grow the pages and uh, help some more people get some winners. So if you got any friends or anyone that uh, you think would be into this or like I said, just sharing me on your uh, your uh, feeds uh, would really appreciate it, guys. But, you know, just just wanted to get that out of the way. So we're just going to get into really quickly, really quickly here, uh, go over uh, the week that was for my plays, uh, win-loss record and all that. Then I'll get into two questions really quick that I had uh, posed to me during the week, and then we'll get right into the uh, to the systems that I'm going to talk about, which are the MLB cool weather unders and MLB warm weather overs. So... Uh, Let's get into it. So the week that was has been about 10 days, I think, 11 days since I last talked to you guys on the pod. We've been, we are overall 29 and 20, 49 wagers for uh, six plus 6.22 units. That's a 59.1% win rate and a 12.7 return on investment. So a pretty good week, guys. Uh really carried mostly by MLB. We were two and two for minus 3.9 units in the NHL. We were 12 and 10 for plus uh, three quarters of a unit in the NBA. But in the uh, MLB, we were 15 and seven plus 6.87 units. And most of, if not all of that, I think maybe there was a one or two plays that maybe not were of the uh, cool weather unders in there, but the cool weather unders are just on an absolute tear right now. Uh, They are, I mean, I think they're 25. I think they're 20 and five on the year. So I I do believe. So, I mean, they're just absolutely ripping through it right now. The, uh, where the NBA, you know, uh, a little bit of regression with the with the over under system there, but still twelve and ten, you're still hitting fifty five percent of your plays. So uh, I think a little regression is only natural uh, when when you're hitting at sixty sixty two percent clip. You know you're going to come down a little bit. So that's only natural. But we're still still doing well there, and uh, we've been struggling with hockey. So I've kind of taken a step back from hockey the last week or two, uh, and just just observing mostly. Like I said, we're two and two, but just observing most of mostly and uh you know we'll jump we'll jump back in here soon i'm sure but you know right now hockey's just not been our friend and you know we don't want to give too back too much of our winnings on, on sports that we're struggling at so you know we'll just stick with what we're doing well at for the most part right now and uh that's certainly mlb and nba so that's really what you're going to get a lot of from me uh right now so you know so I got two questions that were posed to me this week, so I want to get into them real quick, guys, and uh, 
after that, I'm going to break down these systems real quick and hopefully you guys can then follow those just like you followed the uh, first half uh, over under plays in the NBA and uh, we can uh, keep on making some money. So let's get into these questions uh, real quick. Okay, so uh, both questions that I got this week come from Wired Pair on uh, the BetSperts app. So the first question he had really pertained to last week, so I wanted to touch on it real, just real quick. And he, it was why I bet first half totals versus full game totals in the NBA. And really, it's mostly mostly a preference. There is a correlation there. And it's really how I stumbled onto the first half totals, you know, a correlation. in if you bet the first half under the full game under uh, will also go under most of the time. I have a second half under uh, system that I do use on when there's a low scoring first half to bet the under in the second half. I haven't give that one out to you guys yet, but I think it's hitting on at 54, 55 percent on the year this year. So there is a correlation to betting the full game in first half. I just, you know, it's more of a personal preference to where, you know, especially with the unders, uh, you're not going to, you know, you get you get late in the game and there's, there's, there's these petty foul calls or whatever it may be that, you know, that's going to extend the game out a little bit. And that could, that could drive an, an under over, especially if, you got a bad number early in the day. An example, just for me, uh, yesterday, last night, I got a, I got the minus under one one oh eight and a half in the, I can't even remember what game it was because I'm, it was the, Sun Seventy Sixers. I had over 108 and a half and it falls 108. And then you guys are on the uh, BetSperts app saying, you know, you got 107 and a half or 106 and a half. I mean, that was, you know, that's me just getting a bad number. Uh, but, you know, that happens to you in a full game situation and you get a, you know, you don't beat the closing number and you're a point or two off. And that, that same thing can happen to you full game. So really it's just, it's more of a preference if you do bet the full game unders or overs with with this system you're hitting you're hitting at a, at a very similar clip to the first half. I don't have the number right in front of me, but I think the first half is a is a little bit better and that's another reason why I lean just to the first half. Y it's over quicker, you don't have to deal with uh foul calls that may hold the game up late in the game where a team's trying to extend the game out, yada, yada, yada. So really not much to that. Just like I said, more of a personal preference, but with the unders, I think it does hold some value to where if a game is tight and a team is trying to extend the game out with fouls or anything like that, that that could help you just taking the first half and, and, and avoiding the full game situation. So I think that's just really how I see that more of a personal preference. If you, if you like the full games, go ahead and bet the full games. I don't think, uh, I think you're still going to make out really well in the end. I, I, in fact, I know you will, but, uh, you know, that's just, that's, it's all preference, I think. 
and and with the first half, you're gonna you're not sitting there watching the whole game, which sometimes is hard to do for for a lot of people. Me, I got four four TVs going at one time, so there's always something. There's always sports on, and always a different game going. Uh, the second question I believe is also from Wired Pair, and really he just asked me. This was I just wanted to touch on it, but this is about unit sizing. And if I always make my bets the same unit size. So, guys, I'll be candid. My unit size is 50 bucks a bet. That's, and I'm probably very close to upping, upping the, my unit size. And that's how, that's what I wanted to touch on. Now, everyone's different. Everyone's different. But for me personally, just flat betting these games is what, what has worked for me the most over the years. When I get into, I got a two unit play or a three unit whale play. It it just honestly doesn't work that out that well for me. And it just seems that, you know, I, you know, I had a four and four and two day, but what, you know, the, one of the two was, uh, my four unit play or my three unit play. And I had a losing day when I should have had a winning day. So that's really what it, what it boils down to. I think, I think, uh, it works better if you just flat bet a flat bet an amount, pick your amount, uh, $5, $10, $20, $100, whatever, whatever your level and set a goal to, okay, when I've acquired 25 or 50 units at that size, I can now up my unit size a little bit. Uh, that's what I've done. Uh, over the years. And if you lose, you know, you can drop your unit size down a little bit, but I just think a consistent flat betting of the same amount of money, they're the, you know, the same unit size is going to work better for you in the long run. It's just because there's so many things that can happen in one single game. Even if, you know, even if you do think you like this play more than that play, I, I just think it's, it's a better to flat bet it. That's, once again, that's a personal preference. And I see a lot of guys, you know, saying they don't understand how people can bet the same every play. But, you know, when I'm when I'm dealing in the system formula that I'm dealing in, I really don't like play A more than play B. They're both telling me the same thing. So I'm just going to bet the same amount of money. And uh, I just think that's what works best for I think it would, what would honestly work best for everyone. Just pick your pick your unit size and 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 move the scale as you win or lose. And uh, I mean, I started when I started betting. You know, guys, I was betting five bucks a game. I mean, you know, and I've gradually come up, come up, come up, come up. So, uh, and I'm looking to get I'm looking to get into you know bigger bets, but. And I'm pretty sure I could up my unit size right now, but I'm just doing really well at the at the size that I have. And, you know, I'm not rushing it, so there's no need to. But that's really how I'm seeing the uh, unit sizing. Just just if you flat bet these games, you know, it's a grind. But in the in the long run, you're going to uh, I think you're going to like it more than just I'm going to bet 100 here. I'm going to bet 20 here. I'm going to bet. 50 here it gets confusing you get kind of lost in the sauce if you will and uh i just think there's better ways to do it but again that's a personal preference and uh 
I'm not telling anybody how to bet their money or, or how to do it. I just wanted to say that that's how, how I, how I bet and how I'm going to continue to bet because it's worked well for me for many years. So, you know, there's a, there's a just two quick questions I wanted to touch on guys. And, uh, now let's just jump into these, uh, systems real quick and hopefully, uh, you guys can, uh, follow, track these, like you track the, uh, NBA first halves and, uh, Hopefully they keep performing like they, they do. Then uh, let's get into it. All right. I've got two here. We got the both from the MLB. We got cool weather unders, which you guys know very well. And we also have warm weather overs, which I don't believe ha have had any plays this year. But I'm going to break it down anyway. Since, uh. The weather's warming up, and we'll probably have some of those plays here soon. So, excuse me. <clears throat> now, just like the uh, first half totals in the NBA, my MLB cool weather and warm weather systems are very are they have nothing to do with players. So, where the NBA is very referee centric. The uh, these two systems are obviously by the names of them very weather centric. So let's do the, the cool weather first. Now, this is a system that I've had for four seasons, just like the NBA ones. Over four seasons, we have a total record of 354, 237, and 31. 59.9%, so we'll call it 60% ATS. Well, not ATS because it's a money line, but hitting 60%. That is a 14.6% ROI. $100 better would be up $9,107 on this bet or on this system. So here we go. Any stadium, the game can be played at any of the MLB stadiums. The time of the day is between 1 o'clock and 6.59 p.m. So those, what happens is uh, when you take these 7.05 start times, the cool weather unders really start to uh, trend down. So you're looking for pretty much day games here, guys, with uh, the cool weather unders. You're looking for an average humidity of between 30 and 61%. You're looking for an average wind speed between 2 and 19 miles an hour. And you're looking for an average temperature of 44 and 60 degrees. So, guys, this is, you know, might be a little bit more complicated than the uh, first half NBA totals. But all you need to really track this is uh, a weather app. You know, and you're just going in and you're looking for the average humidity humidity of the day, the average wind speed of the day, the average temperature of the day. Obviously, if if the wind's around 18 or 19 miles an hour, we can't predict if it's going to jump to 23 or something like that during the game. But we're looking for averages, average wind speed, average temperature, average humidity. Uh, so, you know, it's just. It's much like the first of uh, the NBA. It's I just think, you know, baseball is very weather centric. You know, when you see these guys in the long sleeves and, you know, they're cold, you know, they don't they're they're human. They don't want to be out there uh, in this cool weather with a with a light gust. You know, it doesn't feel good. So 
and the ball I don't think is just not jumping as quite as much uh, when the weather is cool like that. So, guys, once again, this is nothing. It's not rocket science or anything like that. Uh, it's a very simple tool that you can use where you don't have to be dependent on uh, starting lineups or matchups. It's something that over four seasons is hitting at a 60% rate. You know, I, you know, what is it? Two times as a habit, three times as a trend. So four times is what, you know, this is one every year, you know, over four seasons. So, and as you know, it's 20 and five this season. So it's, this thing is is churning at a at a ridiculous rate right now, and and I know it's crazy to say or think, like I said with the first half NBA uh, totals, that you're not thinking who's the starting pitcher or, or you know is this guy out or is this guy in, and not saying once again that we don't look at those things because we absolutely do, but on these systems here in general. You know, why, uh, why, why fix it if it's not broken? You know, like I said, you know, as we get into later episodes, I'll get into plenty of systems that are, that are player centric or, or stuff like that. But, you know, referees dictate a lot of style in the NBA. And I think weather dictates a lot of style in, uh, baseball. So we're going to have a lot, you know, these cool weather systems are going to probably start slowing down, guys, as, as it, you know, we're getting closer to May and uh, stuff like that. So we're not going to have them all year. And that's, you know, exactly why, you know, when the cool weather unders uh, run out, I like to jump right into warm weather overs. So we always, you know, I'm always looking for an angle. I don't. I want to have bets every day or mostly every day. So we're always looking for an angle. Now the warm weather overs, we're not going to get nearly as many plays on these as we do the cool weather, uh, cool weather unders over the same four seasons. The uh, MLB warm weather overs are 47, 30 and two to whereas over that same time frame, the unders were, I just said three fifty four two thirty seven. So, a huge difference there, uh, but you're hitting these at uh, the warm weather overs at a 61% clip. $100 better is up $1,526 in that time. So you're not getting as many plays on it, but it's hitting at a very similar rate to the uh, cool weather over or unders. So, of course, we're going to play this anytime we have it. And this system is, once again, very similar to the Cool weather unders, just in reverse order, uh, you want an average temperature of between 73 and 95 degrees. You want an average wind speed between 12 and 25 miles per hour. And you want the average humidity to be between 76 and 100%. So the thinking here, like I said, is really 180 thinking, guys, of the cool weather unders. You're looking for warm weather. You're looking for the wind speed to be moderate to, to heavy, and you're looking for it to be very humid out there. So, you know, when it's the, you got a little bit more wind, you got a little more humidity. We've already, you know, heard stuff about MLB juicing balls in the past. You know, that ball is going to just, just bounce off that bat a little bit more, you know, when it's hot like that. Uh, once again, so that's 
that and that's really all there is to it. Now, this is uh, any ballparks. These, you know, if you're in the dome and in, in, in your clothes or anything like that, obviously these systems won't uh, have any merit to them. So we're looking for outdoor stadiums and things like that. So guys, I really feel like I'm not breaking down anything in like great detail for you, and I almost feel guilty about it, but. Uh, there's really not that much to it. You're seeing what there is to it right here. I'm giving them to you. They're really easy to follow. Um, I just think it's so many different angles that, that there are to bet these games and bet these sports that don't get looked at, that we can take advantage of. And, you know, that's what we need to do. I just think that I said it last week. I just think there's too much player centric, betting that goes on and i just if you're in the nba if you're in the mlb if you're in the nhl if you're in the nfl any of these sports you're a good player now for one game or two games i think you can you know those teams when they're missing their stars it, it's not that big of a deal so that's why we can bet these game these these systems on their face a lot of times without worrying about players because uh one or two games is not gonna you know, those players step up when there's a star out. So it's uh, it's crazy to, I think, for some people to wrap their head around that betting could be more of a weather situation or a referee situation. But as you guys now, I've shown through uh, these first two episodes, those are two angles you can uh, certainly use to win uh, betting sports. And, man, that's really all there is to it. Um. So I'm just going to leave it at that. And just if you guys want to start tracking these things, just pull up a weather app, type in the name of the stadium and put weather, you know, Camden Yard, Camden Yards weather. Uh, it'll pull, pull it up right on Google and you can find the average temperature, average wind speed, average humidity, and you can go hourly. So it's really easy to do. And uh, that's pretty much all I do. So, uh you guys have any questions for me or anything you want me to answer on the pod, you know, you, there's multiple ways you can get in touch with me. One, you can send an email to me at Sean, the sharp at gmail.com. Another way, leave a comment on, uh, one of my posts on bet spurts or in my, on my feed page, uh, or reach out to me on Twitter or also the book it app, uh, which is at Sean, the sharp one. So, you know, I, I would love to answer any questions you ha guys have about anything. Uh, love to talk. So next week we'll break down a couple more systems. I haven't decided which ones to get into yet. I wanted to get into some NHL ones, uh, sooner than later, but with them not performing that well over the last couple weeks, I might, uh, hold off, but we'll, we'll see. Um, we'll see. I don't want to make any guarantees, but we will definitely, uh, discuss one or two more systems next week, guys. Uh, so, Hey, once again, I appreciate you guys listening to me blabber for the last 20 minutes or so. Um, sorry, the pod came up a little bit late. My girlfriend does not share the passion that, uh, I do with the sports and the sports betting. So sometimes it's hard to, uh, get down and uh get this thing finished but uh we got her finished and uh, i'm gonna get this thing out to you guys and uh, once again guys i just appreciate uh 
any of the support listening to me and, and you know, spread my name out there and uh, giving me a little, uh, giving me some love to the community. You know, we're trying to grow this thing. We're trying to just get winners every day. And, uh, you know, let's just, let's just get at it. Let's, let, let's go. So, Hey, have a good one guys. And uh, I appreciate it. See you later.